You know, one thing we have learned about the cost of this pandemic is that it has cost lives and not just from the virus. And we also know that those suffering life-threatening health challenges uh, have been pushed to the side. And imagine, you know, suffering life and death news and that it was be a battle for your life that only the public can help solve, but then the public becomes distracted because your battle is buried under the news that there's a world pandemic. Well, that happened to my next guest, who is in the fight of his life after learning that he needs a piece of liver to save his life. But his news came five months ago, and then the coronavirus shut everything down and turned his fight on its head because getting word out for help has been absolutely impossible because really, who's been listening? John Size and Wendy McCain join us now. And John, if you will, I'll start with you and take us back five months ago, which is hard to get your head around. Five months seems so long ago, but for you, it was a moment that you learned that your life was in peril and in your life is the most important moment. And then of course the world shuts down. Absolutely. I mean, it's, uh, we had launched a, uh, a campaign to find a live liver donor, um, in January and, uh, things seemed to be going very, very well. And then, uh, of course, uh, come February and March, the uh, pandemic came along, and everything came crashing down around us. It was it was heartbreaking, and it was it was a very very stressful time for us. Mm-hmm. Well, not not just dealing with with a you know life and death kind of situation, but I mean, when the doctors told you what you were facing uh, in that mm-hmm. moment, that's difficult enough. So take me through that, and then all of a sudden realizing that um, you guys are on your own. Absolutely, because uh, um, when we first uh, launched the campaign, you know, there was optimism. Uh, my doctors had said, listen, uh, you, you know, your chance of getting a liver is going to be through a live donor because there simply aren't enough deceased donors available for all the people on the list. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it's, you need to take your own initiative to find this. So we said, great. And uh, then all of a sudden, everything just slowed right down. Uh, the hospitals uh, directed all the resources towards COVID. And uh, a lot of the elective surgeries and, um, and, and some of the transplant work was just, it, it came to an end. So it was, it was tough for us. It was very stressful. And uh, I mean, when your life's on the line, it's not easy. I mean, this all comes crashing down all around you. It's, it's, uh, it's not just the pandemic, uh, pressure from the pandemic and the social isolation. It's, uh, you know, my life has to be saved somehow. And, and, and this is, you know, completely set up a blockage for it. It's, I mean, you guys are both in the media, so you're pretty savvy to the ins and outs and how things work, and, and, and so you've kind of got that knowledge behind you. But at the end of the day, Wendy, your wife, you know, mom, I mean, your partner, um, it's got to be pretty daunting to have to go through this, um, which at the best of times during this thing has been hell. That's right. I mean, um, you know, we're fortunate that we do know how to build a website and how to talk about things that matter on social media and how to reach people. Um, that's been very, very beneficial for us. But, you know, you, you put uh, you put aside your media training at a time like this and you're only thinking of yourself as human beings. Um, so while it's been helpful, and I mean, uh, we can't thank you enough, uh, Alex, for uh, for contacting us and giving this opportunity to tell John 
Dylan's story. Um, and and we, we have been overwhelmed by the kindness of many people. Um, but uh, I, I kind of think that in the middle of the pandemic and uh, with the protests in the U.S., et cetera, people are looking for a way, an act, a way to be kind to one another. Uh, they're looking for opportunities to uh, to show to show kindness, and I'm really hoping that uh, John's story will resonate with them, and that uh, someone, some good person, will step up and want to save his life. Well, sadly, I mean, a lot of stories uh, like yours, John and Wendy, have gone by the wayside because of this pandemic, because it's just it's just been so overbearing on the headlines. And and I think, you know, the question of is the cure more costly than the disease? And and we may not know uh, through data for a long time of what we paid for this rightly or wrongly. But in many ways, I think we have actually paid a dearer cost than than necessarily, because people like John have been put on the sidelines. Uh, those with heart problems have been uh, put on the sidelines. We know people have died because they didn't get the treatment because everything was put towards uh, COVID. And we also know that transplant activity um, slowed down significantly through the Toronto University Health Network um, because everyone had to take this wait and see approach. And, and it, it, it puts you further behind than you can afford to be. That's right. And, you know, uh, that's been really difficult. Um, because honestly, honestly, the timing of uh, our launch in this public appeal probably couldn't have been worse, but we could not have anticipated what happened. And we were devastated when hospitals started to, um, to stop other procedures and focus all of their attention on COVID. I mean, we understood in the beginning um, because uh, no one knew the extent of uh, how much, uh, how many resources would need to be directed to COVID patients. Mm -hmm. um, and that's understood. Understandable, but I think we're getting a clearer sense of that now. Our, mm. Some of our hospitals were um, not operating anywhere near capacity yeah. um, recently. And, uh, you know, I think it's time to, and I think that this is happening, I think it's time for for other people with catastrophic illnesses to be brought back into the healthcare system um, and uh, given the attention that, that they need. Um, mm -hmm. Because, you know, the truth of it is um, the, the anxiety that everyone has been feeling across the world during this pandemic is something that people with catastrophic illnesses like John live with every day. Yeah. It yeah. isn't a new experience for them because of the pandemic. It's something that they that they worry about every day. How, how long uh, how long is my life going to last? And so much about John, uh, your fight, and, and anybody who has a, a critical illness is about attitude and fight and how much you have and will. And I have to think that um, you know, just given the un, unprecedented, extraordinary situation we have been in, that's made probably fighting some days very difficult. Some days you wake up and you just, you want to know more information. You want to know, is there someone being tested? Is there someone applying for me? Is there something, and you don't know, and you know the resources are being directed every day towards COVID. And, you know, you want to be hopeful and you hold out in your heart that something's positive is going to happen. But at the same time, you you know, there's this brick wall out there called COVID that's in the way of um as tragic as it is, it's in the way of other people who really need life-saving hospital work, like like transplants, uh, liver transplants, and like you said, heart surgery and cancer surgery. 
And uh, it, nonetheless, though, uh, John is a very optimistic and hopeful person. Yeah. I really admire mm -hmm. uh, his attitude through all of this. And we have been lifted by the uh, support of family and friends and some strangers yeah. who have reached out to us. Um, and uh, some people who have applied to be John's donor, unfortunately, they just haven't been a match so far. Um, but, uh, you know, we, we, we have to stay optimistic. Um, um, you know, that's living in the moment and, um, you know, remembering your gratitude. Uh, it's John's birthday today. Uh, <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Yes. Yeah. Thank you very so, much. So let's get you a liver for your birthday. But <laughs> who, who is the match? I mean, I mean, you know, province wide will get the message out. But who is your match? Who do you need to come forward? I, I need someone who's uh, a positive or a negative, O mm -hmm. positive or O negative. And preferably, you, you know, someone who's um, a medium build. They don't have to be, they can be small or, or large. It, it, it doesn't matter as long as they're in that ballpark area. They have to be generally uh, under, <laughs> under 60, uh, in, good, yeah. in good health themselves. Um, and then, uh, as John mentioned, the two blood types, uh, A or O, uh, positive or negative, uh, will be compatible with John. Um, then the donor goes into hospital and has some testing. Uh, mm -hmm. They want to make sure that the, the donor is, is a match um, in terms of their anatomy, uh, but also that there would be no risk to the donor um, so that they, 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 they screen heavily uh, MRIs and, uh, you know, et cetera, to make sure that the, the, the donor is never put at risk. They've never lost yeah. a donor in the history of the transplant program. Uh, and they want to make sure that that continues. So, you know, the, the testing can be done. Um, it's done at Toronto General Hospital. Um, and it's, uh, it, it can be done in a single day. Um, sometimes it can take two weeks, um, if, uh, depending on your availability. And we got uh, a cut off there, unfortunately. But um, look, it, it is as simple as checking out your blood type. And if you think you're a match, just give the hospital a call, the university uh, transplant. Uh, you can get them the information. And um, again, A plus, A minus blood type, is, uh, O plus or O negative might get you in the running for it. But if you want more information, there's a website, Donor for johnsize.com and that is a number four donor number four johnsize.com so if you think you can help out you know they're up against the clock on this thing it's a uh, time that uh, you know let's crush the covid wall and get john to his 59th birthday but if you think you can help small piece of your liver that's all it takes your liver is such a great uh, organ it's the ultimate organ because all you need is a small piece uh, for John and then you get yours back and then it totally regrows itself. It's just a funny little thing. So if you think you can help, please do so. Again, they don't get a lot of attention on these things because everything's dwarfed out by COVID, but uh, hopefully we've got someone out there who can.